everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I've been on a little break from the podcast. I've been putting all my time and energy into my new business. It's a personal training and massage therapy practice. I'm located out in Westchester, New York. For any of you listeners that are in the area, come check me out. I'd be happy to assist you with all your health and fitness needs. And yes, yeah, so I've, I've been a massage therapist and personal trainer for longer than I care to admit and but the business side of it is new to me so I'm learning a lot about numbers and uh, business which I find really kind of fascinating a lot of, I find a lot of things fascinating but um, I, I thought it was something that was going to be very difficult to tackle and to comprehend because it's just so new to me but I'm getting it and I'm liking it and it's challenging but it's worth it so yeah look me up stand tall breathe deep for your massage therapy, personal training needs, holistic, no fuss approach, and um, we'll take care of you, right? I do have another episode planned, two more episodes planned after this one. Um, if you guys listened to my previous episode, I had Jonah on. She is a nutritionist that specializes in gut health, and that was a super informative, a lot of value in that episode so go ahead and check it out if you haven't she's gonna come back on again and we're gonna be talking about coffee and that's all i'll say for now if you've been listening for a while this is a great time to check out some of my previous episodes and see which one resonates with you if there's one you have a question about or something um you'd like to learn more of please reach out to me. I'd be happy to help you out with that. If you're here for the first time, welcome. My name is Corina. I'm a certified personal trainer and licensed massage therapist based out of New York. And my aim with this podcast is to provide you with valuable fitness insights and inspire you to adopt a healthier lifestyle by applying simple strategies. Today, what we're going to talk about is stretching. How stretching can help you move better and get stronger. Let's dive right into it. This is coming from a post on my health and fitness blog titled Stretch Regularly to Move Better and Get Stronger. So in a nutshell, a consistent stretch routine will help you increase your flexibility and mobility around the joints, allowing for a more extensive range of motion. So once you have this more extended range of motion, you have more muscle to work with to strengthen. So that's where the strong part comes in. So this is how, in a nutshell, you get stronger and move better with a consistent stretch routine. So I'm gonna cover two different methods of stretching, static stretching and dynamic stretching, and I'm gonna talk about their benefits and best practices. So let's begin with static stretching. So static stretching isolates and holds a muscle at its end range of motion for 10 to 90 seconds. So if you've ever seen like a runner Hold, grabbing on to their ankle and bringing it, bringing it up to their buns and, and standing there for a while, that's like a static stretch. They hold it there for 10, 30 seconds, however long. It's basically a non-moving stretch and you're bringing that muscle to its end range, wherever that is for you. So the time held depends on your current tolerance, your current stretch tolerance and your overall goal. So for chronically tense muscles, I like to keep static stretches for a minute or longer. That's my personal preference and that's what feels good to me and that's my tolerance. And I do so successively three to five times in a row. 
Now, perhaps some people might start off with just 15 seconds. Do it three to five, repeat it three to five times, holding it for 15 seconds. And then as you remain consistent with the routine, little by little, maybe you'll add two or three seconds, five seconds, and eventually you'll be able to stretch 30 seconds. Now there is some research on the length of time. Um, I think it was up to after a minute, it doesn't make a difference anymore unless it's now it's getting into a different type of intention. Like a, if, if, for example, I am just associating that thought with what I know in massage. Uh, there's a massage modality called myofascial release where we kind of pin and hold and stretch the skin with the intention of stretching the underlying connective tissue and those first few layers of connective tissue underneath the skin and the muscle, depending how deep our pressure is. So we pin and stretch and hold, and we're there, like true myofascial release, the modality, the massage modality, we could stay there for up to three, five minutes. I mean, every therapist has their own little technique, but that essentially is kind of like a stretch. You know, and, but the intention is different. It's it, it's going beyond joints and specific and isolating muscles. Where our intention is the well, it's called myofascial because it's the intention is the fascia, which is the kind of like the spider web that surrounds and encases our muscles and nerves and everything in our body within our body is like that sausage lining that encapsulates the muscles and everything inside of us so with that modality modality we're there up to like three five minutes in order for it to um we have this term in massage therapy it's called the creep <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> but what it means is um you hold and stretch and you're in that stretching position with your hand and let's say I'm working on the back extensors and I'm there after maybe 30 a minute you start feeling a release it's really interesting and it's sometimes it's very quiet so you have to really listen with your hands and everybody is different as well you know some people might start releasing just within 20 seconds other people it might take them a minute or longer and so that's when what we feel the creep that's uh, what we call the release that you feel some type of movement some type of warming taking place and physiological changes within that connective tissue it starts to like become more liquid anyhow so i i'm <laughs> i'm swerving off the topic so let's get back to the topic so what i was saying was uh there's some research about the time held I think after a minute it doesn't really make much of a difference or it starts to affect performance I'm sorry I don't have it on me if there are any massage therapists or trainers out there listening and you know please reach out to me but let's talk about best practices and benefits and guidelines for static stretches here's something you should be aware of because I see it happening all the time um, if you're doing static stretches without warming up first and before playing a sport, 
you may hinder your performance and increase your risk of injury. So it's very important that you warm up first, especially before playing a sport, but that's when dynamic stretching would be more beneficial and I'll get into that later on. To help you envision how important warming up is, um, think about this. So your muscles, imagine your muscles as a clump of Play-Doh that have been left out in an open jar. So they're immovable and flexible. But you grab that clump, you start warming it up. You know, that's the movement of the muscle, your little warm-up, and it becomes more supple, more flexible, more pliable. So it's more receptive to the stretch. A thorough warm-up will make the muscles more easy to stretch and to go into that static stretch without much resistance. Sometimes a warm-up is not always practical, like for example, if you've been sitting down at your work desk for hours at a time, please get up and stretch. Um, Static stretching is fine. If it feels good to you, just go into it slowly. It's an instant mood booster and breaks up the stagnation in your muscles. If you're able to go for a walk first, that's excellent, but you know, sometimes you just gotta work with what you have. Ideally, static stretching is best for after your workout, after a sport, when the muscles are a lot more receptive to it and your joints have been oiled up as well, and it'll feel a lot better, it won't feel like torture. <laughs> Here are some of the benefits of static stretches. It enhances flexibility, improves posture and your body awareness. It helps manage conditions arising from stiff muscles like tension headaches, chronic low back pain, shoulder discomfort. It decreases muscle soreness when done post-workout. So remember all of this, all of these benefits really come with a consistent stretch routine. If you're doing it once every other month, it's not gonna work. It has to be consistent. I was just listening to a podcast yesterday. Um, it's the NASM CPT podcast with Dr. Rich Ritchie. And he, it, it was static stretching. Well, he has a whole series on static stretching. You guys should go check it out if you want to learn more about it. But I think it was the one about uh, static stretching for for pain. Anyhow, he was talking about um, the consistency and the time. He said when people stretched consistently and it added up to five minutes within a week for the entire week and you did that consistently that it showed several improvements. It decreased pain and improved range of motion. So. The key here with many things as well in life is consistency if you want results and you want to maintain. All right, now let's move on to guidelines to ensure you get an effective stretch and avoid straining yourself. Studies show that stretching a tense muscle before exercise increases the risk of injury. So we spoke about that. Stretch slowly and with control. Sudden quick movements are actually counterproductive as the muscle will react by contracting. A little discomfort is okay, but you should avoid ranges that elicit pain. Remember that increasing your flexibility gives your muscle more room to produce force. So incorporating a good strength training program will give you more strength throughout that whole range. So, you know, sometimes with certain habits that we have, or maybe even our our work 
habits, things that we have to do for work. If you're a hairstylist, if you're a plumber, we're always working within a certain range of motion and we might only have strength in that range of motion. You're really limiting your power and your ability and your capacity. So then when you go out and try a new sport or you go do some, um, some hiking and it requires you to have strength throughout the whole range of that, that joint throughout the whole length of that muscle, your body is not prepared for that. So you want to pair up stretching and strengthening. They're both equally important. So this episode is running a little bit longer than I had expected. So I am going to stop the episode here and then I'm going to do a part two and we're going to be talking about dynamic stretching. So it's just a moving stretch and I'll go through the benefits, best practices and safety guidelines. Tune in for that one and thank you for listening in on this. I appreciate it. If you liked it, please share it with someone you know that would benefit from the information. Don't forget to subscribe and give it a like. Your comments and questions are appreciated. You could reach me at standtallbreathedeep at gmail.com. Until next time.